Hi, everybody. I'm John Aslan, and welcome to another episode of This Week in APA. My guest today is John Scott. He is an entrepreneur and businessman from Chester Springs, Pennsylvania. And uh, what drew me to John, uh, uh, how I got his attention, or he got my attention, was through a Facebook post that I saw. And I'm not sure he put it on Appa Games or Appa Baseball or all the Appa uh, pages that are on Facebook. Uh, but when I saw it, uh, it really struck a chord with me and, and it struck a chord about what we like to call the APA community. And so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let John kind of start from the beginning, do a little uh, backstory to this and let him explain it to you. So, John Scott, thanks for being on the podcast. Glad to have you. All right, John. Well, thanks for having me. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of Johns here. John and John <laughs> talking about John Morton, my uncle. Uh, and uh, as you mentioned, Facebook, thank goodness for Facebook, because, right. uh, you know, if it wasn't for that, this this app community we have, you know, uh, not that it didn't exist without tournaments and things, but uh, it's just wonderful to have. And, and that really was the key with this whole thing for me, the project that I had to undertake um, starting around a year ago, I guess it was back during COVID, um, I got a call from my uncle John's wife. Now, John Morton has dementia. He's 20 years older than me, 78. Uh, I'm 58. He taught me the game of, of APA way back. Um, but he's been suffering from, from dementia for several years. Uh, I'll go to visit him. He yeah, kind of knows me. We talk about the past. The more we bring up the past, he can remember that, et cetera. And we talk about the good old days. Mm -hmm. um, so Ann contacts me and says, I have his Apple cards. He doesn't play anymore. They're, you know, they used to be really nice and organized and on the shelf and labeled. And I went in one day and I just found them all over the place. Um, he doesn't play anymore. We're going to be moving to a smaller apartment or condominium. And um, I'd like you to have them. Maybe you can sort through them. Maybe they're worth something. He always told me they were worth a lot of money. Uh, this is Ann speaking for John. Um, and we know that concept of value when it comes to APA cards, you know, it's kind of an interesting play. But nonetheless, she said, you know, um, John, my uncle, thought that you would know what to do with them. OK, yeah. so she entrusts me with this massive collection, tubs and tubs of <laughs> cards, no longer sorted, no longer marked or rubber bands. Oh. There were some rubber bands, but they were falling off. They were broken. Um, so there was no really sense of order at all to these cards just boxes and tubs and plenty of them yeah uh, so i stop by her house uh, i bring home i don't know five or six of these tubs and i think initially i go sorting through just out of curiosity wow i didn't know he played that much you know he taught me the game i have a few sets but this was insane. I mean, mm. he, he was buying every set that was coming <laughs> out. So, 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 uh, so, all right. Now I'm, I've got these, these, these 
bins of cards and I'm just curious. So I go digging and I find some of the old, you know, the older envelopes and they go back and he, he did take care of his original 59 set. And he had mm-hmm. some great teams in the past that I think were copyright in the 57 era with, you know, just the sole single columns. And right. I remembered some of those that he had shown me before. So this was exciting. So just as a start, I was excited to see what he had. So I started sorting simply by the envelope type, I think, um, to get it to, to get it workable. Um, and then I put them away for a couple of months and said, all right, now what am I going to do with this situation that I've got here? And uh, I continued to work through it. And then I put a post on, this is early on, into the Facebook page. I guess it was the APA, uh, the APA one and maybe the APA uh, card bank as well. Yeah. And yeah. put a Facebook post in. It said, hey, any help here? And somebody quickly got me the 12 sheet, right? With right. Uh, the spreadsheet with all the 12s and locations to help sort through it. And I was aware of the fact that, you know, you could identify years by the 12 um, to work it down. So I, I, I continued to work on the collection in chunks. At one point I, after I sorted it, I sorted it down by 12s and I marked the envelopes until I got it down to um, stacks and stacks, covered my entire kitchen counter with them. <laughs> and finally, over the course of, I think, a couple of weekends, figured out what he had. Um, some, of the, some of the teams were marked, some were brand new, clean, ready to sell again. Um, I had done a lot of eBay, eBay, eBay sales as well and figured, all right, let's try to get some money for this um, and began doing some research there. But it was it was quite an undertaking initially. Uh, so <clears throat> I work it down and I and I have this massive spreadsheet and I'm counting the number of teams in each season and it just doesn't look right. Uh, there's too many. There's missing teams. I'll have a set with one team missing, another set with a team missing. I may have had 15 or 16 clean, complete sets and, and over 100 that just were partial. Yeah. It didn't make sense. So I get another call from Ann, and she says, hey, I found a couple more boxes. <laughs> of course. So I go back. I go back, and I pick up. And one of them, this was not a box. This was a tub. I could barely lift it. Full of envelopes again. So I start the process over, clean those up, identify them. This means pretty much going into each pack, into each envelope, um, at least once to identify the 12. And I probably went back in again to then identify, you know, a copyright a year or something like that to work it down. Um, But just a a ton of work. So this wasn't somebody that handed me a, a nice organized collection. This was probably, you know an APA player's uh, worst nightmare of their collection. Okay. <laughs> it sounds and like that's it. what I had, but it made it exciting because again, it was, it was an adventure. Uh, so I, I finally worked that down and I have 75 good, clean, complete seasons, probably could have eBayed them. Um, and then another 70 or so that maybe they were missing a team. They were marked up. Um, you know, playable or, you know, maybe somebody's looking for, for parts and pieces yeah. that would work as well. I said, yeah. okay, well, here we go. I waited till I got back on from vacation in July and I said, let's roll. And I just put out a Facebook post pretty much to, um, you know, the two, two Facebook po- uh, groups that I was working with the, uh, the APA league one, APA baseball, and then the, mm-hmm. the card bank as well. And said, here's what I got. And, uh, 
and I pretty much just negotiated on a um, set-by-set base and priced it really low because the, the emphasis was, number one, yes, make a little bit of money for Ann and John because she's still home taking care of him. Um, he really can't do much on his own. You know, he goes out and takes a walk. He gets lost, that kind of thing. So um, they don't have a lot of money coming in, so any little bit was going to help there. But to me, you know, it was difficult to let these go. I needed to find a new home for them. And um, I didn't necessarily want to just put them on eBay and try to get the most money that I could mm-hmm. either for her. So, um, you know, taking it to the, the Facebook community, the groups there was tremendous. And I met all these people through Facebook messaging, whose oh, names yeah. I saw posting, you know, their leagues and all that, which was so it was a great opportunity. The bonus for me was meeting all these different people and, and talking about their backgrounds and how they were going to use the cards. So I sold through the first, you know, 75 good, clean sets, sold every single one, um, and then worked through the, the, the incomplete sets, the partial ones, probably sold two-thirds of those, um, worked that down until – you know, what was left, I donated to the app, the card bank. So other people that are looking for, for players or teams or whatever, that's going to be available to them, um, you know, through through that Facebook group. Right. Um, and then at the end, I had all these great teams of the past uh, that he had. And um, he had some going back to, you know, early printings, you know, into the 80s. And I figured, well, instead of trying to sell these, we, at that point, I think we had made close to $3,000 um, for Ann, and that's even after taking care of the shipping, which is the shipping alone is also another fun part of um, sure. f- of dealing these things and selling them. And we, um, I decided, let's give them away, all right? And that's essentially what I did. So I listed, you know, I, it was over 100 teams, I think, that we had, and put it up there and said, hey, if you'd like a couple of teams, give me some preferences, and I sent them out to people for free, no charge as a thank you, just trying to find a good home for the cards. Hey, if you want to kick in a few dollars, you know, send Ann some money. That would be great. Right. Um, right. And as a result, um, again, the demand was high. Some of the people that had bought sets before, you know, people just wanted a piece of this collection. Somehow sure. it, it became semi-viral, I guess, within our community that there was interest <laughs> in this in this collection and having it been restored and everything. I even had a little red stamper ink stamper uh, made up where I stamped the envelopes. Um, John, you might've seen that on the, on the cards I sent you, but on the envelopes even says John Morton collection, just to kind of, you know, signify something there for people. So sent those out and um, it was so cool then to see on Facebook, some, some of the players, putting together a series of the two teams that they got or doing mm-hmm. something interesting with it, a great tribute. Um, um, John's wife, Anne, actually, I believe, connected with these Facebook groups as well. So she sees what's going on now with his collection, which is wonderful. Um, I only wish that he knew, that he, he yeah. understood everything that was right. going on now um, with it. You know, I could probably describe it to him, but, you know, he, I don't think yeah. he even understands, understands the concept of Facebook or anything, but to know that his cards are out there. And the other thing that's interesting, I don't mention my other uncle, Rick, who's 10 years younger than John. Um, A lot of us, you know, APA players probably have younger, younger brothers that we force into playing um, or, or, or younger brothers that are interested in playing. Right. Right. Because I had a younger brother as well. So 
so Rick is 10 years younger than John. And I think as soon as John could teach Rick how to, you know, roll the dice, you know, they were playing leagues together. <laughs> sure, so Rick is, Rick is Rick is 10 years younger than John, um, but he didn't keep it going the same way John does. Rick still plays. Rick plays, you know, computer versions, I believe. And Rick said he found it interesting when he saw these Facebook book posts of people playing the, the John Morton cards. He said, oh, I remember those. He said, oh, that's my handwriting. He said it was a little spooky seeing it. Sure, you know, all those that years. These cards are all mm -hmm. over the place. But they've made their way to 25 different states across wow. our country, uh, 25 different states. So, you know, um, I think that's pretty cool. And it, it, all these all these great new homes for the cards. So I'm very fortunate to have found the avenue. It was like a triple win-win-win mm. for me, for John and his wife, um, for the cards, you know, yeah, for sure. the cards. And and I got to meet these people. And guess what? I just got pulled into playing a playing a uh, email league. So you know, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I've got my dice. You know, here we go. There they are. I'm there back. Are. I'm ready to go. Yeah. And uh, guess what? I got sucked back into it. I'm semi-retired. And, and, you know, app is always one of those things you say to yourself, you know, when I have more time, I am going to get back into it. Well, I, I've got the time now in life. And uh, I am going to uh, start rolling those dice again. Well, now, now you got to do it. I mean, you made a commitment <laughs> to yourself. But, you know, I, I think there's a number of things to the story that uh, uh, really resonate with me. And I think one of the things... And we talk about it all the time. I talk about it all the time on the podcast. We talk about it at the conventions. It's the community. And you probably weren't really steeped in the Apple community until you got this collection and you started putting out some feelers. But it's amazing how many people and how quickly they will respond to you. If And not just because, oh, that guy might have something I, I can get and I can get it for cheap or what. It's because they really want to help. And, and I'm sure that you probably were in contact with with dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of, of people in the Apple community who just wanted to help you out and, and give you the the uh, the guidelines and the insight that you needed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and on top of that, it's a lot easier completing a transaction with somebody that's kind of in your group versus doing it on an eBay because some of these cards were marked a little bit or, you know, if something happened, it's, it's you know, we're all kind of working together on this yeah. um, versus it just being, you know, out for the money kind of thing. So that was cool. And yeah, and I, I, hey, I'm, I'm proud to say I'm part of that community now because, um, you know, I participate in the discussions and I see the Facebook posts and, and I love that everybody has their own way of doing things yet. We're still, you know what I mean? We're still, right. still all in it together, but I love seeing different people's setups, how they do their statistics. Sure. Just going through my uncle's collection. Um, what was interesting is I'm like, all right, here's all the cards. Where are all the stats, right? He's got yeah, sure. books yeah. and books and spread. You know, he was mostly a man. He was all, you know, cards and dice and all that. And all I found were these, these index cards and I could barely read the writing on it. And he was tracking, you know, he, he had it all right there on this small, you know, three by five or smaller index card with all the stats. To me, it was almost hydroglyphics. I couldn't, but he knew what he was doing. He knew it. He, he got it all He could read out, it. So right. He right. could read it. And we all have our own way of doing things. And, and I think that's, that's really, that's really neat too. But, you know, I love the game. I, um, he taught it to me. I guess I remember, um, and John's an interesting guy. If we have time, I'll tell you more about sure. him. Uh, but uh, 
he taught me the game. I think it was the 1974 set. Mm. And um, my my older brother and I, we were you know, baseball fans. I was a Yankee fan. He's a Phillies fan. But we just loved baseball. We played baseball. And all of a sudden, one day, I remember it's it's John and, and, his, and his, his my other uncle, Rick. And they're like, do you think it's time we show him? APA. Now, at that point, we called it APBA. <laughs> Sorry, even though we're we're local yeah, to Lancaster, yeah. until we until we got the letter in the mail yeah. telling us how to pronounce it, we called it APBA. So, I, if yeah. I say that now and then, John, please forgive me or you know, I'm the good buzzer or something. I'm, I'm good. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, so, so, I remember them saying, "Should we show them the game?" And I remember seeing that big box and the baseball and. And, and, you know, and, yeah. and you know, what is this APBA thing or whatever, yeah. and the cards and stuff that Michaels were playing. So they finally shared it with me and, and with my brother and I, the 74 set. So I would have been, what, 10 or 11 years old, maybe by then. And that was it. I'm like, well, this is this is just insane. This is amazing. <laughs> you know, and when you're learning the first time, you know, it's slow going. You don't mm-hmm. you don't know every dice roll. You've got to decipher. You got to look. You know, yeah. Yeah, now it's easy. You know, we have it all, you know, all in our memory. But um, so I saw that and I was hooked. And I think I bought my first set was the 76 set. A couple of years, I split it with my brother. You know, we had mm-hmm. a whole lot of money kind of thing. And I played heavily through high school. Um, but John, he played it. You know, I played it through high school. I got into college. You know, you have jobs. You, you get married. You have kids sure. and all that. Yeah. So it's a little bit here and there. But you still love it. And, and it's like riding a bike. I mean, I, I picked it up to play it. And, boy, it's amazing how you still remember all the rolls, all the numbers, all the charts. It's yeah. just you can look at a card. You know, once you've played it enough, you get to that point. But um, so so I, I love the game, maybe not as much as John did. He played it for years. I mean, he started in 59. And, and I think the last set that I found that he had was maybe 2011 or 2012. And that's kind of when when things yeah. came came crumbling down for him as far as his ability to play. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like I like the, when you said you it kind of got together and said, should we tell him about the game? It's almost like yeah. saying it's almost like parents saying, should we should we give him the talk now? I mean, is it is now the time? We should, <laughs> the they probably should have got our parents' permission, knowing that you know we they yeah, may not how see us for a while, <laughs> right? Right. But that, but that's a common story. I mean, I hear it all the time. This is a fourth year I've been doing this podcast, and I'd say a large majority. You know, it starts that way. Kids who are baseball fans, uh, they get involved, and all of a sudden they realize, man, this is like actually you know watching a game, and we have control over it. Uh, it, it is uh, obsessive. Uh, I don't think there, there's any two way about it. Uh, tell us a little bit about your uncle John. Uh, you know his background and, and and things of that nature. Yeah, and I, I I put this in one of the Facebook posts, a little history on um, my uncle and really the name John Morton. Mm-hmm. John Morton was a signer of the Declaration of Independence. Hmm. Um, he was a Pennsylvania delegate signer. Um, he was actually some history books. Uh, if you go deep enough, we'll say that he was the deciding vote in Pennsylvania. I guess two people were were uh, for it and two people were abstaining. I'm not sure. Don't have it all in front of me. I don't want to misquote anything historical here. But John's vote um, kind of uh, took Pennsylvania to the to the yay side. And, um, you know, he was a signer right after Ben Franklin. John Morton signed the Declaration of Independence. So. 
So I, John Morton, the signer, is my seven greats grandfather. Oh. Uh, my middle name is Morton, so my name is, oh. I'm named after him as well. <laughs> I am John Morton Scott. My middle name is Morton. Um, my mother, you know, Edith Morton, um, was um, John's older uh, sister. So, right. so John is a direct descendant of uh of our great john morton signer of the declaration of independence so as a result we have lived in this area since whew, way back when you know yeah, since right. the you know late 1600s when the mortons mortons rolled into delaware county pennsylvania cool. outside of philadelphia so that's a that's a if you want a background that goes way back so if people nice. say are you from the philly area yeah i'm from the philly area pretty much for the last 400 years um <laughs> So, so, uh, or 350. So, so, um, that's, that goes way back, but John was, John was probably one of the most creative people that I know may not necessarily somebody that could draw or an artist, but if, if you were sitting around and, and you said, um, uh, we have nothing to do and you had, you know, five sheets of paper, he could come up with a game. All right. And I remember him doing exactly that one time. One time we were sitting around. We had nothing. He pulled out a notebook. He drew a racetrack on it with different squares and spaces and all this. Took the, took a few more sheets, cut them up, put different you know spaces or it, and, and made a deck of cards out of it. And we hmm. sat there and we played a car racing game. I mean, it was amazing. He, he later got into marketing. He had his own marketing uh -huh. firm. He, he did yeah. very well with that for several years. Um he, he and his friend created a game called Wooden Baseball. They actually took a almost like a sheet of plywood, I think, and put holes in it to try to replicate like a pinball game mm -hmm. um, and used a marble. And he played an entire like 162 game season, <laughs> you know, with his friend, you know, hovering over this 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 baseball game made out of wood. That was actually the first game that that he and, and and his younger brother taught me and my brother to play oh. was wooden baseball. He probably made four or five of these different contraptions and uh, not as realistic statistically, obviously, sure. as Abba, yeah. but you All would right. put together your lineups and your players and you would roll the ball and you would hit it and it would go into a hole. Um, and it was, it was pretty cool. He had that. Um, <laughs> and then he obviously moved into, uh, to Appa, but um you know, John was, you know, he was, he was like having him and his, his younger brother was like, I had these two older brothers, uncles, you know, they'd come visit. We would play wiffle ball. We had the annual Turkey, Turkey bowl football games. You know, John was a quarterback. Rick, my other uncle, Rick was the other quarterback, <laughs> played that for years and years. It still goes on, you know, generation after generation kind of thing, you know, the Morton family. Um, so you know, he was, he could always make you laugh. I go visit him now. We still, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. and see him every month or two. Um, I know his brother Rick does as well. And uh, he still remembers things from the past. It's interesting. The whole, you know, the, the, the process with dementia where, you know, he, he may yeah. not remember my name the day, you know, when I walk in, walk out. But if I put on, a, you know, a song, he'll know every single word. Yeah. Or I can still pull out some, some APA cards and he can point out, you know, he, he understands that stuff. Yeah. Um, but then other, other things, you know, the memory and all sure. that, the ability to recall things is, is a struggle for him now. So, yeah. um, but he's, he's comfortable, he's doing okay, but it's, it's a struggle. You know, his, uh, his wife's still trying to support them, um, you know, working wise and they get some social security, but, uh, 
but it's hard. It's hard. And she's kind sure of, she's, yeah. she's there at home with him all the time now. So yeah. to me, this, this project was a opportunity for me to connect with my uncle in some yeah. way. It was just a, the process of going through his stuff, something, you know, these collections are very near and dear to the people that, that own them. Um, and we all think about that. I've seen people on Facebook say, you know, I always wonder what's going to happen with my collection, you know, sure. the, oh, the, absolutely. when I'm no longer here. And, right. and this whole process, you know, was kind of an example of, you know, what can you expect in terms of getting some money for your collection? What would the process be? What's the best way to do it? How do you find a home for these cards? Mm-hmm. And, and I realize I know I'm off tangent from your question, but that the, you know, it's not really a financial monetary value that these cards have, but at the same time, just because of that doesn't mean it's easy to throw them out, right? No, right. It's, exactly. it's hard to throw out because especially the ones that are all worn and that are used. Those are the ones um, you remember I, the most, yeah. That you do. And I kept his 59 Phillies and uh, some of the other teams. I, I pulled out some stuff that I knew would have been important to him. Um, even ones that I played with him and, and kept some of those cards. So they have a different type of value, even though sure. they, you know, you can still get a couple bucks for them. Um, it's a different kind of value, but it's hard when your collection is massive. At some oh, point yeah. you have to say, what, what do I really need to keep? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Then you got to pick and choose, but I mean, I mean, your uncle sounds like a, an interesting cat. I mean, the fact that he could come up with games, I mean, who does that today? I mean, kids have everything, any kind of game they can think of. There's some video game out there for it. And I think it's tough for a game like APA, the card and dice version, even the computer version, because it's not graphically interesting to kids. Um, but, uh, you know, to, your father is a throwback. And, I, and I, when you were telling the story about the Declaration of Independence, I'm thinking, you know, if Dick Seitz uh, lived uh, uh, more than one life, and he was back in 1776. I'm thinking the fathers of this country might have been in the back between breaks, throwing a little dice, playing a little apple. What do you think? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they maybe they decided on whether they wanted to go uh, I or nay uh, by who won that. <laughs> oh, it, 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 it's, it's incredible to hear to hear that story. Now, um, I, I found out about it uh, probably a little bit later, a couple weeks after you'd actually put these. Uh, these posts out and uh, I saw the list and you're right. The list of cards you were giving away uh, was massive. And, uh, and so how did that end up? Are all those cards gone now? They are. They were single set. They were single teams. Like, right. So, so my first, right. My first blast was, was I, I believe I, I did it in some chunks because it was, it was quite a process sure. to manage. I, I'd say I, but in three weeks I was able to move everything pretty much. And yeah. that's, I, I said to myself, all right, vacation. And then I, I teach college at Westchester university. So I'm back to teaching. I said, I've got to get this done, you know, late, late July by early August, have all this stuff done. Otherwise it's going to yeah. kind of sit for a bit. So my first, my first, you know, blast to Facebook first post was pretty much everything that was, um, available in complete sets, I think. And, and those, I said, Hey, message me if you're interested, okay. first come first serve. And, and I, and I sold yeah. it, I sold the stuff pretty cheap, pretty, you know, it was, 
it was, you know, probably like $2 per team, you know? Um, so if it was this, if it was a 20 team season, I was selling it for mm. maybe, you know, 40 bucks or something. If these are clean, ready to go kind of things, plus the shipping. And I, I became an expert on shipping, John, I can yeah. tell you, right. you know, what it costs to ship from here <laughs> with all the stuff <laughs> I was sending. So we, we moved those first, got them out of the way. And then I went right. to the great teams of the past and I said, well, these are going to be specific. I don't necessarily want to sell them, go through that same process to, all right, I'm going to ship you a team for four bucks or something. So I said, you know what, let's just give them away. And like the mm-hmm. idea too, I said, she said, yeah, we've, yeah. we've, you know, you've, you've done great. Let's spread the wealth. Um, so that second, that second or third blast there was, okay, the teams have sold. Here's what I've got in great teams of the past. And, um, you know, shoot me a message if you're interested with a couple of the choices. And I did my best then to manage yeah. that process and, and get them out. And I think, um, yeah, I think I sent out 65 to 70 envelopes. Um, I paid the mm-hmm. postage and all that. Just this was my kind of thank you as well. And um, put in put in with along with it an envelope if people wanted to send something directly to Anne. I know she's got received some letters, maybe some donations and things, too. But that was to- purely optional. Um, if, sure. if anybody wanted to do it, but yes, John answer is everything is gone. I've kept a few things that I, you know, was interested in keeping. I kept the 1961 set. Actually, my uncle did. Um, there were a couple others that I, that I kept. I actually found some of my old cards with his and then everything else uh, I donated to the, uh, at the card bank. And as I said, right. those, those are available yeah. to, you know, to people in the Facebook group that yeah. are looking for cards. Yeah. But I, I, it's just an incredible story. And, and again, one, like I said uh, earlier, struck a chord with me when I saw it. And I got a couple teams. I got the 61 Yankees and in, a, in a single team set uh, or in a single team. And then I got the 66 Phillies, which I think if I played a series like you said, some of the guys <laughs> did. I, I don't think that would be a very good series. No. But, uh, but uh, I did. I, 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 uh, I really enjoyed looking at the cards and just – just the feel and seeing the notations on it, uh, it it's definitely a, a throwback. But, uh, uh, John, it's like I said, it's a great story. Uh, we want to wish uh, Ann and your Uncle John the best. Uh, and, again, I, I intend to, to – I am going to send a letter to Ann and, uh, because I think it's important uh, that uh, people, you know, understand and realize how important people like you and her husband and her herself – uh, and actually getting you to do this are to the community. And so it's, it is, uh, uh, it, it's just another thing that when you hear it, it's like, wow, you know, there really is a connection for people who play APA. And, and, and you certainly brought that out in your story today. Well, well, no, thank you for doing that. And, and it was, it was above and beyond. I mean, for everything I put into it, um, even f- for me personally, it was so rewarding um, to meet all these new people. And, uh, John, to be honest with you, the first couple of posts that I saw when people said, I'm doing a tribute, I'm doing a series, I look at, mm. I, I had tears in my eyes. I had tears yeah. in my eyes, John. I, I, I'm like, wow, this I believe it. is yeah. so cool. I, I wish he would see it. But at the same time, you know, just just the fact that, that it's going on, I, it, you can't, I didn't even imagine this as I'm sitting there sorting through those you know, five or six huge tubs initially that would come mm-hmm. to this. And, and, and uh, you know, th- these cards would be in 25 different states and over 100 different <laughs> people would be, be playing his cards. So it's, uh, it's a wonderful thing for everybody. 
Well, after you said that, now by God, I'm going to play a series between the 61 Yankees and the 66 <laughs> Philly. Well, I, it'll I'll be a four you know, gamer. I'll tell you. I'll that. tell you. I call it seven. <laughs> and I'll send you the results. I definitely will, John. Uh, thanks again. Great story. Uh, give, like I said, give give our best, the community's best, to Ann and John. And uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you, John. My pleasure. And thanks again to the community. Yes, to to everybody at the players, you know, across our country, the members of these Facebook groups that made it happen as well. Really appreciate it. Fantastic. John, thanks again. And if you're wondering, that was John Scott, who uh, took care of uh, something called the John Morton APA Collection. I know a lot of you guys took part in that and are enjoying the fruits of that even today. Uh, We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up from this edition of This Week in APA. My thanks to John Scott, a really nice story about a nephew who was entrusted with his uncle's collection of APA cards and games and uh, uh, for the guy who taught him uh, to play APA and uh, really coming around full circle uh, to do what uh, John Scott did for his uncle John Morton and uh, certainly appreciate him coming on the podcast and talking about that. So that'll wrap it up here today from This Week in APA. Got a couple of new things coming up in the very near future, so stay tuned for that. But until then, this is John Aslan saying so long, and thanks for listening once again to This Week in APA.